got a fever. And the only prescription is more... This yo, yo. is the Cigar Authority. It's the biggest helicopter leasing event in the Western Hemisphere since 1997. The Authority. Like Kobayashi. On everything cigar. The cigar takes time. Yeah. That's the whole key. And out of the cigar industry. Put your nose. With your host. Hey, D-Man. David Garofalo. Well, who are you, Julius Caesar? Who the hell is Julius Caesar? You know I don't follow the NBA. Mr. Jonathan. I know who I am. I'm a dude. Barry Stone. And Chuck Morrison. 60% of the time, it works every time. It's time to light them up. Screw it, let's let them do it. It's time. It's a win win for me. For the Cigar Authority. I gotta have my. Ah! Oh, God, it's back. I got the cowbell back. We found it. December 3rd, 2016. Broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. Today back at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And today you've been asking for it. You got it back by popular demand. The Cigar Authority Care Packages is available for a limited time. We'll tell you how you can get that and smoke along with us on the show. It's an offer you can't refuse. Later, box pressing a cigar. Does that change the cigar? We're going to light up a Padron 1926 in the round and see. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S., and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com, where you can set it and forget it. And let's not forget about our friends at Facebook Live, rocking and rolling. There we go. And we have Derek pitch hitting in for Chuck Morrison once again. Yes, sir. I think we were going ha- to have to start saying that it is Chuck Morrison pinch hitting for Derek <laughs> going been, forward. Now, where are the Patriots playing that Chuck has to be away today? I don't think they are they're, playing. They're home tomorrow, but he went to Disneyland with his family. Okay. Or is Disney he, World, is whichever do- one's in Florida. Is he doing the Patriots broadcast tomorrow? Yes, he, he comes back today, I believe. That's Dave's way of saying, why isn't he doing our <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> Here we go. You know, say we were just saying before the show started, I don't have to say anything anymore. <laughs> you guys understand what I'm talking about, sarcastic that I am. Uh, I do have a, a mailbag that directly relates to your cowbell, and it says uh, through the Contact Us page. I had lost it, but when I found it. the start of the show comes and Dave says, light him up, light him up, light him up, I personally think that is when the cowbell is missed the most. Also, each break to indicate when the show is back from break. He wants you to ring it then, I guess. I do agree with the previous listener. When you ring the cowbell, do it away from the mic. Uh, and Jonathan, I also agree. It wakes you up, though. It wakes you up. Yeah, they don't like that. No, okay. Uh, I agree with you. Not having the sugary snacks holds strong, my brother. That's what he wants me to do. You not to have the sugary That's snacks. We, we have a very interesting sugary snack today. I've never heard of that one. Well, me either. So maybe you'll try it. Maybe. Maybe. All right, so let's try a cigar. Let's light up. It's time anyway. Here is an Azan Burgundy. Barry, tell us about this. Well, the Azan Burgundy is from Roberto Duran and is one of the original Cuban cigar brands from 1928. The brand, which has been family owned since its inception, was resurrected in Esteli, Nicaragua. Medium in body and rich in taste, this is a cigar that won't break the bank. In a minute, Dave will tell you how you can get these at a ridiculous price. And the cigar features a Corojo wrapper from Ecuador over Nicaraguan binder and fillers. The cigar normally would run for seventy-one ninety-nine to eighty-nine ninety-nine a box. A box of 20. 20 which is cheap to begin yes. with. 
So you're looking at inexpensive, a, boys. Inexpensive. <clears throat> inexpensive. So you're looking at a four dollar cigar. Um, a little bit change. less than that. Four and change. But no, but yeah, by the box, it's much. It's much yeah. less. Yeah. So three fifty. Uh, we've had it before on the show. Yeah. I think it's an unbelievable value to begin with. So part of the cigar authority care package, because if you got your cigar authority care package this this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those cigars is ridiculous. It's more than everything. Right. I've fought against but it. But this is in it. <laughs> and you say, oh, is it full of $4 cigars? No, it's not. But there was a $4 cigar in right. it. It was also a 30 dollars cigar. Right, right. So you, it's certainly the value. Uh, by the way, which is a perfect time to say it, the Cigar Authority care packages are available now? Yes. Right now. Right yep. now. You go to the cigarauthority.com on the right-hand side. There's a graphic that says the Cigar Authority Care Package. You click that. It takes you to twoguyscigars.com where you could purchase their care package. It's open for another 500 people or, I believe, till the end of the month. Whichever comes first. Yep. And once we hit either or, it's done. Yeah. And we're going to stop probably forever. Yep. Enough is enough, right? Mm-hmm. Enough is enough. Uh, this is no way to run a business. Mm-hmm. It's no way to run a business, and I lose the fight every time. Uh, Just so many people ask, uh, because we try to smoke along with with, with people. There's about 500 people that get these cigars, so when we smoke the cigar along with it, um, you can be part of it. So let's light up and see what it's all about to begin with. Right now, it's time to cut our cigar, the official cutting, brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. Okay, so here we go. This is a Robusto size. This is the Robusto with the Corojo wrapper, Nicaraguan binder and fillers. There is a Toro. There is a Toro. A little spice, a little sweetness, like a uh, white pepper dusted fig. Raisins. No, it's fig. Raisins. Raisins. You're both wrong. This is... Where's the thing I said I was going to throw at? <laughs> Where is it? I took it. I took it away from me. We're hurting nobody right now. Yeah, it's a raisiny uh, sweetness. If you took the filling out of a fig newton, dusted it with white pepper, that's what you have it's is the bad. cold draw. It's not bad. You can taste the seeds from the fig. fig. It's in there. I'm a fan of the fig newton. Barry, fan of the fig newton? Huge fan. Yeah. Of how about any of those raspberry Newtons or any no, of those no, ridiculous? It has to be the, original. the original Fig Newton. Only the original. None of that other crap. They try to bring these other things in, but it's the Fig Newton. The Fig Newton. Mm-hmm. Yesterday I saw a holiday Oreos. Instead of the white filling, it was a red filling. And it's only coloring, but it tastes different. Yes, it, it does. It was like when they did the green ketchup. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. But it tasted exactly alike if you were if you were blind, but I can see and it it tastes like green. It tasted green. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. All right, what are we lighting with? I wish I had a gun. <laughs> Come on. Oh, wait, I do. Yeah. Uh, we're going to light today with the Vertigo Renegade. This is a quad-flamed flip-out bullet punch. Vertigo big-ass tanked lighter that features a mirror on the lid so you can see if your cigar is lit. This cigar, by all counts, should be well over $40, and it retails for fourteen ninety-nine. Look at that thing. fourteen ninety-nine. It's unbelievable. Huh? So it's not a plastic. It's a metal-based thing. Yeah. It's somebody gives jacket. that. It's Christmas time. Somebody gives you a lighter like this. You're going to say, Thank oh, you. Yeah. Thank, yeah. <laughs> but they gave you a $50 gift, but it's, it's $14.99. It's a great value. This should be in every single cigar smoker stocking, without question. 
strong. And they, Vertigo sh- sends uh, sleeves along with them, so you have a little protection. Yep. You don't get the dust inside the air vents. Pretty cool lighter. The Vertigo Renegade. I like it. So the Cigar Authority care package is off and running. You're going to go on to the Cigar Authority. You're going to see the care package. Click on it. It's going to take you to the Two Guys site. You're going to buy it, and we're going to charge you $20 per month. The first charge is going to be immediate, but you're not going to get those cigars till the end of the month for the following month. Everybody's already received theirs for December, and we know we're going to take more people in December. Unfortunately, it has to be charged right away. Correct. But each and every time after that, you'll be charged just before we ship it. But we have no way to do it other than to charge right now. We're not looking for you 20 bucks early. We just have no way of uh, making that not happen. Correct. And for those of you that visit the CigarAuthority.com via a mobile device, the graphic for the Cigar Authority care package is toward the bottom of the page. And you can click that. It will also take you to twoguyscigars.com. Okay. So what you'll get is four cigars every month. Those four cigars will smoke sometime during the following month. And the idea is, while you're listening to the show, and we say, okay, we're going to light up the Azan Burgundy right now, you go into your care package, you get the Azan Burgundy, and then when he says Fig Newton, you cut it and you say, it's kind of like a Fig Newton, you know, <clears throat> because you don't believe it. So you're part of the show and you can the- actually see... The flavor on the smoke right now, I'm sure you guys are familiar with uh, woodworking, and uh, I bet you guys have installed oak banisters before. But I you've watched your brother install them. Oak has a very vanilla-like quality when it burns, and if you use a dull saw blade, as you run that blade through the oak, it starts to smoke a little bit, and the sugars in that oak start to caramelize, and it comes out, it presents itself with a, a bit of a sweet vanilla kind of flavor. And that's what I'm getting from this. It's a very oaky smoke. So you choose the dull saw blade on purpose just to Just because I like the aroma. The aroma of it. <laughs> and that's why we don't hire him to build the banisters here. <laughs> you wouldn't want to hire me to do any woodworking. No, no. So uh, Barry mentions the deal on Azan. So we, we do a thing every year, the 12 days of Christmas in retail, uh, and offering some deal on cigars each time, and usually something we don't talk about during the Cigar Authority, but because we're smoking the cigar, you're smoking it, you're liking it, maybe you say, let me take advantage of a great deal. Uh, you're not going to beat this deal anywhere, because a box of these cigars, the Robusto that we're smoking here, is thirty nine ninety nine. <sighs> For a box of 20. You're kidding me. Instead of the normal 71. Instead of a $4 cigar, it becomes a $2 cigar. How do you beat that? Can't Can't beat that with a stick. Toro's $49.99. Originally $89.99. Yeah. So that's the best we can do. Uh, We have a couple hundred boxes or so. We have a a nice amount. Okay. So uh, be sure to check twoguyscigars.com on a daily basis for a different deal every day. There we go. Okay. So, Every uh, day, including Sundays? Including Sundays for the first 12 days of December. All right. All right. There's the ding ding, and that means it's time for the matchup of the week. Brought to you by VS. VS means versus, and it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair Cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? Before you go any further, I am getting still lambasted about my not picking the Beatles over the Rolling yes, Stones. It's still coming in, Good. and it's been three weeks. Because right. you were wrong. I don't believe that that is the case. You were wrong. You were wrong. Their opinion is wrong. They don't do it the other way around and say, we were all wrong, and weren't you right, Mr. Jonathan? I think you had one email that was supportive. There was one that was supportive, and you wrote it yourself. (laughs) (laughs) All right, the matchup of the week. 
Clint Eastwood versus John Wayne. What's Ooh. the battle? Are we talking about quick draw? Are we talking about fist fight? Ping pong? What's the, what's the battle? Battle of the badass. Right there. Just movie presence? Yeah. As, uh, not, yeah. It's Clint Eastwood all day long, and I'll tell you why. Because Clint has the range, not only as an actor, but also as a director. He doesn't just direct one kind of movie. He never just starred in one kind of movie. He did a variety of genres in movies. I think it's Clint Eastwood all day long because of his range. We're talking about Cowboys and John Wayne, the original Cowboy. He was only a Cowboy. He was only a Cowboy. And he made Cowboy movies until he was older in age versus Clint Eastwood, which leads me to believe that Clint Eastwood, the Cowboy, would have died earlier in the Old West. Did you know... It's a weak argument. Very weak. Do you know that Clint Eastwood would shoot people in the back? Yet John Wayne would not even accept a role where he shot somebody in the back or would change the, the writer to change it because he refused to do it. I don't shoot people in the back. You don't shoot people. You're an actor. But he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. Even if it wasn't real. So he's obviously right. delusional, which means he comes in second place. I'm going Clint. Just cause I think he's cooler. I think Clint because you're, has you're that an awful cool young guy. Are you yep. feeling okay over no, there? You're, you're an an awful, agreeing with me? Yep. You're an awful yep. young guy, and you don't know John Wayne movies, right? I, I know uh, I know True Grit. You know old yeah. one. Uh, I know I've I've seen a couple of his movies. I can't name them off, but I know who he is. But I just think uh, because I, I I knew Clint Eastwood more than I did John Wayne, and I just think he's cooler cooler cat. Both of them did about 100 movies. That's crazy. 100 movies each. Clint's still going. Yeah. Is he? Mm-hmm. Still directing. Who died the most in the movies? I only know of Clint, Clint Eastwood dying once. In Gran Torino, that's right. Yeah. It was the sacrificial lamb. Um, it was the best, right? That was the best role. Yeah, Clint Eastwood only died once. How many times did John Wayne die? I'm trying to look through this information I have. I'm going to go with zero because he refused to accept no, roles he, where he died. He died. He's a loser. Uh, he died in five movies. John Wayne died in five movies because he was willing to die for the role, and yet Clint East wouldn't. Really? Except, I don't know. He wouldn't do Clint it. Clint Eastwood died in one of his movies. In so one of them. It's still Clint Eastwood. I don't care what you say. Go ahead, send me the mailbags. Beat me up. It's Clint Eastwood. Dave, He's the badass. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say the better cowboy or something was John Wayne. I don't know, because some of, some of Clint Eastwood's stuff, his best stuff was not cowboys. The better, the better cowboy was John Wayne, and John Wayne was only a cowboy. All right, hang on. Each other. You shave your mustache into a handlebar. I did. Where were you in June of 1968? Where was I in June of 19? That was nine months before I was born. Oh, really? Where were you? Yeah. Huh? Did you see that? That was <laughs> yeah. kind of scary. Yeah, I was there for it. So I uh, showed up at home with that. Right. And my wife said, now that has to go. <laughs> I went through all this no-shave November thing. And the last day, I go into the Barry Stein. And she said, now that has to go. Because it was actually scary, right? It was. Yeah. <laughs> I looked at it, and I was like, Daddy? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, that was a, that was a brutal month. Not shaving all month. That was brutal. I'm surprised you guys haven't brought up the most obvious reason why Clint Eastwood is better than John Wayne. John Wayne, cigarette smoker. Clint Eastwood, yeah. cigar smoker. Yeah. What are we, the cigar authority? Everybody should be on board with Clint Eastwood, but the two of you are traitors. That's because we don't stereotype somebody. John Wayne was a hero to most, but he never meant crap to me. <laughs> Who's that? That was um, public, enemy. public enemy. Fight the power. Fight the power that be. Because he was a racist, I guess. Big time racist, they say. John Wayne. Really? That's what they say. Another reason why he shouldn't be the most badass dude. But whatever. Whatever. You guys are used to being wrong at this point. I think you should go to Clint. What do you say? Clint who? John Wayne. John Wayne. John Wayne. So we'll make it a tie. He was the original cowboy. Yeah, he is the cowboy. Do you have a favorite Western? For me, it's Shane. Yeah, the shootest. You know, I was almost named Shane. When I was born. For that? Yeah. For that reason? Yep. Yep, they decided to name me Derek instead. Really? Yeah, I don't know what I'd rather. I I really don't know. Yeah? Well, we could call you Shano if your name was Shane. Yeah. But instead we call you Dirk. Dirk. Dirk Sturt. It's one letter off of Dirk. My favorite scene in the movie, Shane, (laughs) at the end, (laughs) when the credits are done and they put up end and the show in the desert, in the distance is a highway and there's a bus going across. Did they... There's actually some of the movies that you don't that end, and you think the guy died. He's off, and you, you have no idea if he died or something. Some of the John Wayne movies, you don't know how it really ended. It leaves it to the imagination. I like that. It's interesting. Kind of like The Sopranos. Right. What ended up happening at the end of that Sopranos? That was terrible. Worst ending to any show in history. Everybody Awful. was talking Awful. about it. That's yeah. all that matters, right? Yep. What ended up happening? They died, right? Well, we don't know. But what this, do you think? It's so tough to tell because it could have gone either either way. The guy walking behind him could have just been walking to the bathroom, or he could have been out to kill him. The fact is, he did die. He well in real the, life, yes. At the end, yeah. So he died. Yeah, That's he it. really did. Yeah, he that really was like did. the ultimate way to go. He really, yeah, yeah, really. All right, so uh, let's go to break, and when we come back uh, uh, in a couple of weeks, all the magazines and all the bloggers are going to begin to announce the cigar of the years. What will they choose? We're going to tell you in advance what they're going to choose. We're going to take out the crystal ball. We're not going to say what we're going to choose. We're going to tell you what they're going to choose because all that information is going to come out next week. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit at diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes. Four sizes, including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with the Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back, live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, voted the 2016 Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal. And a weekly broadcast now over six years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We're smoking the Azan Burgundy Robusto. You're looking at a $2 cigar right now. Do you have cigars in your humidor like this? That if somebody said, hey, give me a cigar, the neighbors or something, I really don't smoke cigars, give me something, 
So you have things like this? You absolutely have to. You have to. Because otherwise... You, yeah, you're you burning give it, $10 bills and right. stuff, right? You can't do it. And listen, this is nothing wrong with this cigar at all. Not at all. This is no $2 cigar. It's no $4 cigar. It was an unbelievable value at $4. This is just ridiculous what's right. going on here. Uh, but you should have things like this. And if you don't, you, you, you're probably wasting, throwing money away. Somebody that likes a good cigar, I, I don't mind at all. Take whatever you want. And but even somebody that likes a good cigar, maybe you're on your second cigar... Your taste buds are running a little low. Yeah. You want something that's a little less money, but it's got a lot of flavor. This is great. Yeah. And well, I would say anybody could smoke it. You're a full-bodied guy, and you want to have something with lots of flavor, but a little bit less kick for once. This is a good go-to. Wonder why they priced it so low to begin with. Awfully low. I think it was a good way for them to get on the market. You know, it was their first cigar from Roberto uh, P. Duran. $4 cigar. All right, let me try it. And then the next cigar they came out with was over $10. So people already kind of knew who they were with the $4 cigar. Unlike a lot of companies that come out with a $10 cigar first, and then they come out with the yeah. $4, you should, I think $4 to $10 is the way to go. Well, you got someone like Nelson that came out with 20 to $30 cigars. Right off and the then bat. releases Bandolero in the 12 to 14 range. Yeah, but $4 is... You're looking at a bundle price cigar to begin with, and now at 39, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's a killer deal. Keep in mind that cigars uh, cost 42 cents import, import tax. Right. You know, it's crazy, crazy. But anyway, it's out there if you're interested in it. So, Barry, how does that work? They have to do it today. On uh, the 12 days of Christmas? Yeah. This year we did it up a little bit differently. Um, the deals will remain until on, they're gone. On the 12 days of Christmas. Through the 12 of, days. Right. On twoguyscigars.com. Unless they happen to sell out, then it'll say not available. Okay. But each of the 12 days will remain on the website for the 12 days. Unless they sell out. Unless they sell out. Okay. All right. Just so I know. All right. So uh, Cigars of the Year. Uh, 1992, we created the Cigar of the Year. First people to do it. And um, not a lot of uh, fanfare. A lot of people didn't... Um, know what was even going on, that this was created. Years later, it was... There was no real intranets back then. Right. And um, then Cigar Aficionado comes out, it brings some legs onto it, and the Cigar Journal does it, and now even the people uh, in Cigar Snob do it, and um, the bloggers do it. And there's an association of bloggers called the Cigar Media Association. So I'm going to use those four criterias here, because... Instead of picking each um, cigar media person, and there's no end to it, what right. it is, let's just take the group of Cigar Media Association and who they are going to pick for the Cigar of the Year because they're more geeky-type style people. you got Cigar Snob. Cigar Snob is the one that has the pretty girls on the cover and, and throughout that magazine. Who will they pick? Uh, and this is based on our knowledge of these magazines and, and um, who their advertisers are, who, um, who they tend to give big ratings to. Um, Cigar Journal magazine, um, which um, is, we know for a fact, a blind-tasted reviews yep. because we're four of the 20 people that do the blind reviews. And Cigar Aficionado. I know Cigar Aficionado comes right out and says, we pick it based on something we've already smoked this year. Correct. Not necessarily it's a cigar from this year, but it's something that we reviewed this year, and then they take everything that they reviewed and re-smoke them. An inch of them. 
Whatever, whatever. <laughs> we, we, we can hold back the uh, negative comments to it, but eh, let's throw them in, whatever you want to do. Sorry, but, Gregory. Yeah. Those, are, those views are reflected by Baron Stein only. Go. Not Probably not, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one that came out and said it. But what I'm asking from you guys is who do you think they're going to pick? I don't want to know who is the right person that they're going to pick, but who, is the, who are they going to pick? We're going to hear Barry Stein doing a lot of coughing and stuff. He's, uh, he's the hottest one in the group tonight uh, because he's actually uh, carrying a nice fever right now. Yep. So he's sitting the furthest away from me. But uh, I got my finger on the mute still, button. He's still if, breathing. Have you hit the triple digits? Are you right there? No, not yet. 99, just 99.3, low grade. doesn't even really count. That's no. why I'm here. Where are you hiding the thermometer? <laughs> Don't you want to know? Yeah, really. And why do you leave it in? <laughs> it feels good. Yeah, right? You're going to set off someone's metal detector, yeah. dude. Um, so uh, let's take uh, Cigar Aficionado first. Um, they've been doing it for quite a while, and um, I tend to see uh, things pop up uh, often over and over and over. Um, that, that show up on their top 25 or whatever. Yeah. Uh, we're looking for basically their number one, though. This is the year of Cuban cigars, as far as cigar aficionado is concerned. They typically are a little slower than the rest of us getting to the news. But when it comes to news about Cuba, they seem to be right on the forefront, um, like they're getting inside information. So I think this is a Cuban year for them. We know that they do it. I think it's going to be the Partagas Serie E number two, which got a big rating of 93. And I think that's going to be the one that they pick. Partagas E number two. Barry, what do you think on them? Well, I'm in agreement with Jonathan that it's going to be a Cuban because Cigar Aficionado is an apologist for Cuban communism. And they ignore the manufacturers to pay their bills. That is rough. So, therefore, I'm going to say the Romeo and Juliet Bellicoso Cuban. Romeo Bellicoso. Okay, Derek. And I'm going to go ahead and say the Padron 1926 90th in the tube, Maduro, uh, because they have classically given high ratings to Padron over the, over the years. I think they've won the Cigar of the Year more than anyone oh, else yes. that they've yes. done. They have done that a lot. I actually have them as number two. Ah. As number two. So okay. I think you're right there, but you're not quite. I am going to go with an Atoro Fuente. And I'm going to do that. They only have 120 SKUs, so you've got a pretty good shot. <laughs> I'm just going with a Toro Fuente. I gotta, but I'm, I'm going also because um, Don Carlos has passed away this year. Uh-huh. And almost passing the baton or a little something, uh, not, not that they're not even deserving of a Cigar of the Year, although we say that Cigar of the Year has to be something that comes out that the very year that they say Cigar of the Year. Not the case for Cigar Aficionado. They can go anywhere. Um, so I will go even further into it and say it will be a, a Toro Fuente Don Carlos number two. How about that? Is that good enough? That's better. It's exact. It's, it's an exact pick. A Toro Fuente Don Carlos number two, which is the pyramid. All right. If they get the number three, I'll still give it to you. All right. Aren't you nice for, for that? Um, so now... Each one of these publications are different from each other, so let's look at Cigar Journal. Now, the highest rating that I know of this year <clears throat> is the Davidoff Nicaraguan Box Press Toro, which got a 97. Really? Yes. So I believe that they are going to go with the highest rated cigar of the year, given that everything is blind, 
and I think it's going to be the Davidoff Nicaraguan Box Press Toro. Davidoff Nicaraguan Box Press Toro. Got a 97. 97. How did we rate it? I don't know. I don't think, um, I don't think we got that badge. Okay. Because I don't remember ever giving a 97. I never, I, the highest I gave was a 96. Yeah. Okay. And I think my score got thrown out because when I saw that cigar come in, it came in at a 92, 93. Well, they throw out the top highest one yep. and the top lowest one. And then the 18 in between, they divide it by and come up with the number. They really got it down good. But I've never given, I've given 95 was the most I've ever given so far. But uh, You know I'm sick because I'm in 100% agreement with Jonathan. For the same exact reasons, got a 97, highest-rated cigar all year. The Davidoff Nicaraguan Box Press Toro will be their cigar of the year. Wow. I see. Now, you guys did a little homework and went back to see what they gave for ratings and stuff. I did not do that. But uh, it'll be interesting what I have to say. Derek, what do you say? I'm going to go ahead and go against the grain here, and I'm going to say it is the My Father Centurion Connecticut. I think that's going to be one of the top cigars of the year. No way it will be a Connecticut. It you don't think never, so? Never, never. Never been a Connecticut with no. them? No. Well, it's a darker Connecticut. It's it the is. Habano Connecticut crossbreeding that it looks more like a Habano wrapper. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's why because I Because typically that. none of these things ever give a Connecticut mm. a top rating. Not that right. they don't deserve to. They just don't. Um, interesting, though. Now, mine is a Davidoff, but it's a different Davidoff altogether. Dun, dun, dun. It's the Davidoff Escurio. Huh. Yeah, you're way off base there. Really? Way off base. I think it got a lot of play. It got a lot of play. I don't know what it, it cost for ratings. It, it, it scored in the, in the low 90s on most of the sizes. I think one of the sizes, the small one, got an 89. I, I don't see that happening. We'll see. I think you're way off on that. Yeah, I give you the, <clears throat> you had a good argument for Cigar Aficionado. Your argument for Cigar Journal is weak sauce. All right, so now let's move on to Cigar Snob. Cigar Snob. Now, uh, if you go in there, I see... Well, I, 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 let, me, let me go down this road because I, I got right. some notes on this. Cigar Snob has taken a beating this year on being mostly about the ads and mostly about the pretty girls in the bathing suits. This edition, the latest one, they cleaned it up a little bit. The girls are in classier attire. They're still very pretty. They're still smoking, but... It, they, they softened it a little bit, and I think that they are going to get a little bit geeky but still take care of their advertisers, and I think they're going to go with Avo Fagata, which got a 92. It only needs a 91 or better to be considered and re-smoked. So I think it's Avo Fagata. You did your homework. Yes, I did. They need to get a 92? They need to get a 91 to be considered for Cigar Snobs. So they just take 91 and above, and then they... they and then consider, they, they... Just like Cigar Aficionado, maybe re-smoke them or... Right. Whatever. Exactly. Okay. Resmoke and re-rate. Okay. I'll say you could forget about that. Yeah. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I went with Aging Room Solera. And why I might agree with this ranking, every year the top 25 does seem to be a love fest for companies that advertise as well as close personal friends. Personally, I think this year that trend will continue as Eric Calvino's half-brother is head of sales for Aging Room. Whoa. Talk about a conspiracy theorist. Wow. Jesus Christos. So, so his Half-brother. Yeah. Aging Room Solera. That, that's twin brothers in Italian, right? Yeah. Yeah. Half-brother. Um, so he w- wouldn't that be blatant? So I say negative. On I that thought because- the Oliva was blatant. I mean, he went to school with the guy, 
his closest friend. First year they do it, Oliva gets Cigar of the Year. To me, that was blatant. I think that uh, Barry's a, too much of a conspiracy theorist. I think he's drinking his own Kool-Aid. I think he's out of his mind. I'm on record. Wow. That's going to be interesting if they do that. That would be a mistake, in my, in my opinion, that it would, it, it would be. It would be you like call, you picking Garofalo Sungrown for the right. That's right. It, it, it's too obvious that even though it's, it's fighting for first place right now. Yes. Sales-wise. And votes-wise. What, the Garofalo? Yeah. No, I'm saying. I know. You're going to end up not picking it. But if, even if it wins, you're not going to pick it. Yeah. Uh, which is a shame. The aging room is a great cigar. It is. It is. Yeah. It is good. Okay. Where do you get that, Rick? I am going to say the Nesta Miranda collection. Something from that. Wow. Yep. Been a supporter of Cigar Snob since day one. They've been there for a while. Nesta and I think collection. it might be about time they throw a number one spot their way. Wow. I'm having second I thoughts. And, and, and <laughs> Don't go bailing on me. Well, I got three down here, and I didn't put any numbers on it. And I'm going to tell you what the three were. It was going to be Oliva, Fuente, and my father. Those are my three. It seems that um, these are who they give their... Well, Oliva has a three-page ad the thing on is, the front of the cover, Oliva, and they have the back cover. But Oliva doesn't own it anymore. Correct. True. Oliva doesn't own the company anymore, so they could get off it at that point. They've already done what they had to do for him. The guy made millions of dollars. Thank you. You don't have to do this for us anymore. These other guys own it, um, which is going the reason why I'm going to take that away. Uh, my father, they've been really uh, pushing that stuff. Uh, but I'm going to go with the same reason why I went with Cigar Aficionado. Uh, one of them's going to do it. They've got to show respect to the Fuentes. Here's what you should do. Pick Fuente for both of them so that you're hedging your bets. No, it's, it's, each, one's, each one's its thing. I'm going to go with Fuente. Okay. I'm going with Fuente. They're going to do it too. All right. Both of them are going to end up doing it, and we'll see what happens there. Now, the Cigar Media Association, a whole bunch of different uh, bloggers, including the Cigar, uh, the Cigar Authority. Yes. Right? We're part of this, um, and I believe there's a dozen <coughs> or so. Roughly. Yeah, r- roughly a dozen different. Mm-hmm. So everybody gets a vote. And they ask us to vote a few different categories. What do you know? You got uh, Cigar of the Year, Brand of the Year, and CMA Member of the Year. Okay. CAA Member of the Year is which one of our bloggers is the best one. It's obviously the Cigar Authority. Well, we never win. I have notes on this. Okay. Uh, I have David Garofalo, who was part of winning the CRA Award for Driving Membership this year, uh, also Cigar Ambassador of the Year, uh, as well as former Davidoff Golden Band Industry Service Award winner. And your editorials have set the record straight on many of the rumors in the industry this year. Plus, let's not forget about your crazy forecasts of acquisitions in the industry. So I think they name you by name and say David Garofalo for member as, of the As year. opposed to say this guy with the Of course. Correct. They're not, they hate me. Yeah. <laughs> they do. <laughs> and for good reason. And for good uh, reason. Hell, one of the members of CMA wrote into you that hiring was me a mistake yeah. two and a half years ago. But everybody so. hates you, Barry. So yes. it's not a... Uh, it's jealousy. Yeah. That's what it is. Because <laughs> we can't carry around a thermometer where the sun doesn't shine. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. What is it, attached to your phone? Come on, How do you know ne- what your temperature is? Like it, you've never done it before. It's not a person. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I am not a member of it. It is the Cigar Authority is the member of that organization. So it would have to be the Cigar Authority. And that, in that case, I'd like would, to change my answer. We're not going to get some votes because of Barry in this case, possibly. Um, and you know what? They've done it two years so far already. 
I've never voted for myself, but I'm telling you right now, I'm voting for myself or the Cigar Authority this time mm -hmm. because I think we got it. I mean, if there's nobody out there that, that did the stuff we did this year. Hey, so the Cigar, cigar Authority podcast. should end up winning. I only get one vote. I'm, I'll give it to us for sure. Uh, but it doesn't matter. What John, John Reiner, you listen to us every week. I'm pretty sure you get a vote. Does uh, he? Why? Part of uh, Cigar Federation. Still. Yes. I know there's some changes that happened. Yes, he's there. still a part of it. Okay. Yep. And I'm, I'm friends with John. I went to Nicaragua with him a while ago, so maybe uh, because... Uh, maybe, he maybe like yeah. you. Hey, buddy, we how you doing? We could be up to two votes. He <laughs> likes you and, it, and takes away a, a negative for Barry. Yeah, that go. could be it. Now, as far as Cigar of the Year, I think that they're going to go with Charter Oak Broadleaf because I think that Nick Melillo has gotten a lot of play when it comes to bloggers this year, and his ties to being the blender for Liga Pravada, which in and of itself was a geek stick. He comes out with essentially two lines. You've got Tabernacle, which is, let's face it, it is a recreation of Liga Pravada number nine. And Very full bar. They're not going to go that direction and do a, even though it's his own cigar, they're not going to go with one that ripped off his own cigar. And I think they go brand of the year, Sober Mesa, for the same reason, because they're not going to go Mi Carita, which is an obvious reinterpretation of Liga Pravada. They're going to go with the two other brands from both of those people who have had a lot of social media play this year. The only reason why I say no to Charter Oak, I think it's too low price. It's too valuable. I don't think product. they care. Yeah, you never see anything uh, as, as a value product. I think they're, and they're certainly not going to go with the Connecticut. The Broadleaf. The Broadleaf. Yeah, yeah they could go with the Broadleaf. That's what I said. I All right. To, look, Broadleaf. All right. I, and I said it in English. All right. I wasn't Allowed. listening. I didn't hear you talking about me, and I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I'm going to say they're going to go with Caldwell Signature. Solid choice. And I'm not going to say why, because I don't want to cost us any potential votes. Uh, well, Cald Caldwell is another play. and These are usually geek sticks. I mean, geeky, yeah. small little manufacturers, like they're not going to give it to Fuente or something yeah. like that. And uh, yeah. by the way, they don't even let us just pick, I think. They give me a choice. Right, of they like, give you five cigars yeah. or whatever, which one, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, so all I'm picking is the best mm -hmm. of five. Usually mine won't, mm -hmm. what I think isn't even going to be in there. But one of, one of the uh, CMA members that has a lot of pull, maybe in conversation with fellow members of the CMA outside of David Garofalo. I have no, uh, can, I have no pull at all. In that was moment. one of his highest rated cigars, so I think. Yeah, that's a, no, that's a solid a choice. I can't argue with you on mm -hmm. that at all. All right. This See, should be right up your alley. Yeah. So you're, I'm going to argue with Jonathan. And I am, I am going to say that it is going to be Mi Carita. Because I don't think that it is a reiteration of Liga Pravada. I don't think it tastes that way. It may have been similar to the very first release of Liga Pravada. Which is really the only one that matters. It, Those first three right, years but that, are the only that ones that matter. But that cigar is gone. Long gone. And I think that this is going to – I think that this cigar Silver Mesa is, is gonna, long gone. It's exactly a year old right now. No, no. He's talking about Liga. The, Liga. Okay. The Liga, Liga thing is gone. Yeah, Liga. Is yeah, first year Liga is long gone. And I think that – Mika Ria is brand new, though. It is brand new. And I think that that cigar is going to touch the hearts of the guys in the CMA. And I think that they're going to pick that one because I think – because they, you had me all the way up I until think, you said touch their hearts. I think it's going to touch their hearts. Yeah, I think and you have a thermometer places. up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to happen though, because that is a geeky stick. You know, Steve Saka. He he talks to all those guys. 
So they're, they're personal friends, you know. I see that happening. I just see it happening. And, and me, don't go me into the crystal ball as, business. Mikurita as opposed to Silver Mesa. As opposed to Silver Mesa. Yep. Which would be the one that has some legs. It's been yep. out for a while. Yep. I'm, I, I'm I, so not the guy picking, picking here, and I have, I have three choices here, and one was Tabernacle, the other is Roma. Did Roma Craft make something new that could fall into this? That could be firecracker. Maybe. Yeah, firecracker. Yeah, that, that ain't gonna limited. happen. That ain't gonna happen. <laughs> do they? Do they? Do they do limited? They did a cigar for one of the members of the CMA and uh, made it the cigar of the year. Well, you know. Yeah, they'll vote for themselves. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna vote for myself. We're gonna this vote year. for ourselves. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yep. Hey, how come um, the the ash holes is in, in the CMA? I was just gonna say they should be nominated for well, the next three, members. They're, CMA. Not, they're coming up on their fourth show, I think. <laughs> yeah, fourth show. And, they, and they'll win member of the year before we win. Yes, they will. <laughs> but you know what? They're more of the geeky type of thing. Yep. You know, I, I are, they, are you guys going to come out with the top ten this year? We should. I don't see why we shouldn't. Because it's not like you know we we were born yesterday. The show was, but we can pick a top ten. I got to pick one. So Roma Craft doesn't have something, huh? I I think he's going to make it in the top twenty-five. I saw something on Facebook where he had to answer a bunch of questions about the femur. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, I, I think they're just going to do a, a story on ridiculous size cigars because the femur was one hundred and forty-four ring gauge. Massive. So that's not going to be in the CA top 25. No. All right. I got, a, I got a long shot, but I'm going with my long shot. I'm going with a Davidoff. Davidoff really? Yamasa. Really? The thing about you've lost, you've absolutely lost no, your mind. Be, be, because <laughs> Make an argument for that. Because Davidoff gifts them these cigars has them over at the booth, does a big thing with them now. They're start, starting to work the, the, the media now. They're starting to really work the media. It's, it's a very different Davidoff. It's a fuller-bodied, unique taste to it. It's not, it doesn't have the geek appeal to it that Tabernacle does it, it or Roma It has craft. the most geek appeal of any Davidoff or any other. Of any Davidoff, but you're not comparing apples to oranges. You're not comparing apples to apples, rather. Well, here's an argument for Dave. One of the members of the CMA reviewed that cigar and gave it a 95. Okay. Oh. So one of the 12 members gave it a 95, well, and that makes it, that makes it number one. We can go through others. And if see if it shows say. up on the, on the five, and the, I'm, it, I'm it might show up on the five. Yeah, I don't think I'm allowed to say what the five are when it comes out. Probably not until they, they right. end up saying it. I think they end up saying it's don't good way say to get anything about this. Out. Um, so I don't know what's going to be on the five, but that should be in the five. And if it is, that's going to be the winner. That's what I'm going to go with. You guys have a good. I I, I know exactly the the reason why you went with what you went with. You make you make all the sense in the world, but. Um, uh, there we go. Is there any uh, buddy that comes out with a top cigar of the year that we're missing that, that really should be we should be uh, discussing separately or anything? I mean, we can make an argument for another website, but I don't see no why. You don't see Yeah. <laughs> All right. Again, the views are expressed here <laughs> on the show by Barry Stein are Barry Stein's views only. All right, so but it would we, probably be a Cuban if they picked one. You know, when they pick one, that's my yeah. feeling. Yeah. I know um, Cigar Aficionado and Cigar Journal will both come out this week. 
with their number one cigar of the year. Um, they're timed perfectly. Yep. They're both coming out on Friday of this of the cigar of the year. So next week we'll look at these. We'll see how how uh, we did with the crystal ball, and if if we understand how they operate. And we're going to have to wait until January to understand how we operate, which is very complex, not just the way it is. It's a headache is what it, it is. It's a different way. It involves the people. <clears throat> All right. So right now it is time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. It's time for the Don Raphael Offer of the Day. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? Got a lot of play last week from Mr. Jonathan uh, eating the um, was fly, a fly. Eat, yes, I would, fly. I would eat the fly. I was expecting a delivery of some kind of crickets or something this really? week, and nothing happened. Not Thank God. Okay, so this one's twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. But you say I love you to the person at the drive-through <laughs> before picking up your order. Hang on a second now. And then once, then once you've picked up your order, and as uncomfortable as that was, as you're leaving, you say, I love you, and drive away. Is this in lieu of payment? Nope. <laughs> it's not in lieu of payment. <laughs> okay. So you're going to place your order. I'll have a, a large black coffee, whatever <clears throat> the heck you're ordering. Uh, large black coffee, is that it, sir? Yes, it is. I love you. <laughs> and then there'll be a weird... Thing, and then they'll say that's two dollars and eighty-five cents, and you'll drive up, and they'll be looking at you funny. Eye contact. You have to make eye contact. Eye contact, okay. and then you, they give you a cup, and you say, "I love you." Is it a dude? It, it's whoever ends up being there. So, so it's you're more know. likely to say yes if it was a dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> ding ding ding. <laughs> He's not saying anything. <laughs> not saying anything. I'm just saying everything. For twenty bucks, I think I could pull this off. I got no issue with it. Really? None whatsoever. I could pull it off. Can I videotape I know you? For a fact, you? Can I, I know videotape for a fact, you and put it on Facebook or something after? I know for a fact that this already happens anytime Barry orders more than half a dozen donuts. So he's in. <laughs> he's talking to the donuts. I've already done it. <laughs> he may be talking to the donuts, but the person at the counter doesn't know, and it does get uncomfortable and awkward. Really? You would do it? Oh, I'm in. Yeah? 20 bucks. Sure. How I'll do it you? for free. You Really? How about you, Barry? Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I have no problem loving my fellow donut kind. maker. No matter, boy or girl? It'd have to be a girl. Well, see, now yeah. that's it. You don't know. I don't know. So well, that's your You thermometer. wouldn't definitely do it. You'd have to say, I'm definitely doing it, and then we pull up, and that's it. Could be McDonald's. It yeah, could I mean, be if it's Dunkin a big, donuts. burly guy that looks like he should be a member of the Hell's Angel, hell no, I ain't saying it. <laughs> So most likely you're not going to do it. You got to make the decision before yeah, you even 50, pull out. Fifty-fifty shot. Fifty-fifty shot. I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you're in. I'm in. I'm in. I'll do it either way. I don't care. Really? Guy, girl, doesn't matter. I'll do it. Twenty bucks. I'll do Shut it. Shut up. You do I'd it too. Do it. I would not do it. You would do it. I'm not doing that. <laughs> How embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. You it's just awkward. Know, because they're going to look at an old dude, and most likely it's a young person on the other end, and they're going to say, and they're going to talk about you forever. My license plate actually is a vanity plate. They're going to know who I am. Oh, my God. I've got to live with that forever. <laughs> See, I think older people could get away with doing that. Because yeah, you're they, obviously oh, oh, thank you. I love you. I'm I not that you. old. I'm not that old yet. But uh, I, I think when you get, into, was old. you get into your, your 70s or something, I think you can probably do anything at that point, but I'm not quite there yet. 
I always say I can't wait to be an old man so I can get rid of get away with the stuff that comes out of my mouth. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm still at the age where I'd get slapped in the face when you're seven years old. Oh, he's so cute. All right. So the answer here is that these guys would do it. They would say I love you to the person to the drive through not once but twice. Once before picking up your order, before they made your food. Come up with something hard for the next one. Really? Come I, on. All right. That's it. That's the Don Raphael offer of the day. So uh, I don't even go through the drive through and now I'm tempted to go through the drive through when I leave here. And just do it. And just do it. Well, if you, if you guys have said I'd do it for nothing, just do it on your way home. I'll video, I'll Facebook live it and just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Heidi just said in the chat room that she'll videotape me doing it. There we go. I would love to see it. And I would love it to be a big burly guy. <laughs> I'm holding. I don't know how many Hells Angels guys work at Dunkin' Donuts, but. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan, I'm going to hold you to that, doing it on Facebook Live. All right. Let's would, do it. It, would it matter it. what drive-thru you went to? Any, any McDonald's, drive-thru. anything. It doesn't matter. Starbucks. You do Starbucks because you wait for a real long time. <laughs> Starbucks. I don't go to Starbucks because they're anti-gun and they're anti-tobacco, so Get I'd be out water. if it was Starbucks. Get a cup of water. No, I'm not giving them any money, and I'm not going in telling them I love them. And then all Starbucks, of a sudden, there's four or five of them that's standing around the thing <laughs> as, as, as you, you're not pulling to, up and saying, what the hell? Not to mention. Because she called our manager. Oh, yeah. Problem, yeah. problem. <coughs> they hit the bell or whatever they got there to say, we got a problem over yeah. here. The guy said, I love you. No, I didn't. What are you <laughs> talking about? And then after they No, there's no the, takesy-backsies. Really? And then Jonathan winds up on the news. No, because you've got to say it a second time, and they give it back to you. See, you the problem at Starbucks is if it ends up being a dude, you could end up walking away with a couple of phone numbers. <laughs> it's possible. Wishful thinking on your part. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Hey, don't touch my bell. <laughs> don't touch my bell. All right, final thoughts on the Azan Burgundy. Very good. Very good. I liked it, Listen, especially at, for the price. At four dollars and nineteen smoke. cents, it's a steal. Steal. How was at, it for two bucks? At two bucks, you're committing highway robbery here. If not, right? It's great. The it's burn great. line, Aaron. Aaron was pointing out the burn line is great. Listen, it lasted the whole hour. Yeah, I still got enough cigar to go in through the break. A nice hour-long robusto. It's Nicaraguan, but it's not over-the-top Nicaraguan. Yeah. It, it, you get it, subtle Nicaraguan spice, but yeah. some sweetness in there. Yep. As you it, said, there's that oaky vanilla yeah. with a little bit of pepper that's synonymous with the Nicaraguan tobacco. Yeah. How it's, come you can say synonymous but not cinnamon? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why this is. It's got a 100-degree temperature. Things are happening right now. Something going on. All right. That's it. Let's go to break. And when we come back, what's up in the cigar industry? Barry's got the scoop. While gentleman Chuck Morrison is away, as usual, we'll get Debonair anyway. We'll light up a round Padron 1926. Uh, is it any different than the regular 1926? And this is a cigar I haven't even smoked yet. And uh, I love you. You're live <laughs> from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Totally stole my thunder. Yeah. Hey, if you happen to be smoking your Azan Burgundy Robusto, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. No, no, love. 
It's called Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal is that it's all about cigars and none of the nonsense that you see in other magazines. It has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. You're going to be impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, great editorials, and it's strictly for the cigar enthusiast or, get this, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. Cigar Journal, available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. Why was the Sereno Cigar Company named Best Debut Company by many media outlets this year at the IPCPR trade show? Because they prioritize quality over quantity from farms to factory their post-rolling aging process. A cigar is only as good as the time and passion put into it. A process that 20-year-old industry veteran Anthony Serino knows too well. All Serino cigars are rolled using the finest hand-selected tobaccos from Esteli and Jalapa Valleys in Nicaragua. All of these fine tobaccos are blended by world-renowned cigar master blender Omar Gonzalez Amen out of the esteemed boutique La Corona Factory. Sereno Royale comes in four different blends, Connecticut, Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. Each blend contains five and a half year age fillers that were artfully crafted in 2014, allowing over two years of post-roll aging. These majestic cigars truly are aged to perfection. Get your Sereno Royales today at Two Guys Smoke Shop or go online at twoguyscigars.com. Savor this moment, the sparks of conversation, the anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this, a cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf, graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete AVO line at avo.com. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar & Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers, aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Rafael Nodel has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solero was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. 
This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera. It will have you calling for an encore. This the crowd is standing on his feet here at Augusta. Is the Cigar Authority. Where are your badges? The Authority. We ain't got no badges. On everything cigar. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. With your host. Ho, ho, slow down there, speed racer. David Garofalo. Put that coffee down. Coffee's to close his own. Mr. Jonathan. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. Barry Stunk. That guy in a little coat. That guy in a little coat. Don't. <laughs> and Chuck. Morrison. I went to magic camp. I'm an accomplished ventriloquist. Oh, I am a seventh degree imperial yo-yo master. <gasps> it's time to light them up. We use words like honor, code, loyalty. It's time. I would rather you just said thank you. For the Cigar Authority. Yeah! And we are back broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, Mr. Jonathan's notes go flying. <laughs> You gonna you gonna fly solo here now? No, I need those. Do? I need those. You need those. My boy A. A. Ron stepped up. Thank you. Um, if you were to smoke the same blend of cigar, but uh, instead of being box pressed, you had it in the round, would it be different? We're gonna light up a Padron round, nineteen twenty six, that's available now on the marketplace. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. And we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or podbean.com where you can set it and forget it. And, of course, hello to our friends here on Facebook Live. Gary Howard, right? Yes. Gary Howard sent us today's snack. It's the halftime treat. And this is something I had never heard of before. I can't believe that this is continuing. It is continuing. <laughs> if they send these in, we will eat them. We even uh, have somebody bring us stuff for next week. Although I, I did go have a doctor's appointment. My annual physical was this week. Did not go well. Everything was healthy. All the numbers were good except for one, which was the weight. And he said this has to stop. Apparently a listener, uh, the good doctor, <laughs> uh, he said this has to stop. But uh, it will stop, I would say, after Christmas. Well, yeah, you, you, you do your New Year's resolution every year. It only lasts a week. So just the first week after oh, Christmas. Oh, you're such and a... And we'll go right back to you. You get so cranky, too. Yes, it's terrible. So this is Berger Cookies, and it's something out of Maryland. Do you know anything about this, Barry? No, only that they're out of uh, Baltimore, and I believe they started in the late 19th century, but other than that. So um, I'm taking it out. Boy, it smells nice. I'm going to take one of these down. He goes right to the ingredients. This is your problem. This is why you don't enjoy things. They made Uh, from an actual bakery. so There's really nothing all that bad in here. It seems like a, a cookie dipped in chocolate uh, or poured chocolate on top of a uh, some t- type of cookie. Grab two by mistake there. It is chocolatey. It's like a, a wafer, it looks like. And Derek, you can pass them out to the audience yeah. or put it there on the table and the guys pass them around. Dense chocolate, a lot. Yeah, Fudgy. Yeah, fudge. The original dipped cookie, maybe. <clears throat> It's like a black and white cookie, but 
the white is the cookie and the, the black is the uh, the fudgy frosting. Very good, huh? Oh, wow. Real good. This is a bakery cookie. This is this is no um, packaged thing, right? This right. Is, well, there's no preservatives in it. No? So it has a shelf life. One I'm of my sure. favorite things in Baltimore near the Inner Harbor, there's a... Uh, there's like, it's like a giant fish market, but there's more than fish going on in there. It's basically you can get whatever you want. And it's funny. It's right next to a methadone clinic. Wow. So you walk in, in and you see people in the parking lot that? doing the methadone nods. How would you know that? But there's a place there called Fadley's that makes the best lump crab cakes I have ever had. No? And they actually ship them all over the country packaged in dry ice. They use the, the soft shell crab. Yes. Right? Yeah. You eat the shells and everything. I don't think it's in the lump crab, but you can order them. You know, other than regular crab cakes, you can order actual crab. All right, that was pretty good. So, Gary Howard, thank you. That was great. Great cookie. I'm going to be a fan. But I figured you. Oh, my God. I figured you for (laughs) sure that you would not eat that. So we had something special here for you. Do you want me to hold that to the camera after you announce what it is? Sure. This is the armor-tailed scorpion. Is it poisonous? Yes. It's a poisonous scorpion. Why would they send that? Is there just one in there? Is there just one in here? Two. There's two. Oh, so you can eat one, too. I ate the cookie. I tell I you what, cookie. if you eat one, I'll eat one. You'll eat anything. <laughs> armor-tailed scorpion. I want Dave to eat it. I'm not eating. I won't even say I love you to the lady at the drive-thru. I'm certainly not going to eat a poisonous scorpion. I don't think it's going to be poisonous. I want to see how big it is before I agree to any of this. You should do it because this is uh, poured, poured right on here. A, a, if it's alive, a I'm going to friend of the show. My pants. Got these for you. Oh my god! It's there's body parts. I'm not eating the stinger. You got to eat it all. No, I'm not eating. Thing. the You got to eat it all. Not eating the stinger. That you, you this is a real hurt scorpion. That way. And, and I don't see any, uh, there's oh. no chocolate sauce mm-hmm. on it or nothing. This is just a scorpion. Uh, I'm getting uncomfortable. Come on, take, <laughs> take the other half of it. That's just, this is the whole thing. No, it is. Is it? Yeah. Yep, that's the whole thing. The whole thing. The other one's the same thing. Oh. The stinger just happened now, to listen, fall off. Now, listen, I don't want you to eat it like a pill and just swallow it. You've got to chew it. You've got to taste it because you've got to tell us what it tastes like. All right. Does it resemble that? Do I get $100 for this? You get nothing. Uh, <laughs> I offered you 20 bucks for the fly or whatever, but... All right. Oh, you're oh, so, so nervous. nervous. The whole thing. Chew it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it moved. It moved. No, it didn't move. <laughs> I, I saw it die, so it, it's dead now, that's for sure. Is it have guts and stuff coming out? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So it's not like protein, and we so know you like the protein. It's not dried. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Alright Barons, You're up buddy right, Wow you did he it. did I'll it I'll do it I gotta say Ooh I thought for sure it moved Tastes like chicken Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit left Derek you wanna do this uh, No Come on No Barons, nope. Barons gonna eat the rest of it Ooh I just got stung by the sting Yeah you did Eat that little bit left Come on he Yeah you gotta bit. finish that Barons. I eat mine Wow I gotta say you guys Whew. That's awesome that you did that. <laughs> wow. Thank that, you. That is awesome you. you did that. 
just, just. Is there some sort of side effects? No, I but, read I, this. but I want to let you all know he wouldn't eat the ding dong two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> he ate a, a, a scorpion. That didn't but you wouldn't that, eat the ding dong. It did not appear that there were any preservatives in it. So, I, so your whole problem uh, is preservatives. Yeah, I don't like preservatives. At the end, you know, you're going to get a lot of preservatives. I'm in glad I saved half my cookie. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. So I'm just. Wow. I'm going to suffer in silence over here. God, I'm just very, very surprised. So I'm, I'm going to... Uh, There's a little tang to it. B- because Derek took the Maduro. This is the Padron 90th. There's two naturals and a Maduro. Which one would you like? Well, I know that Barry's going to want the Maduro, so I'm just going to give that up to him. You want the Maduro? Uh, actually, in the 26, I prefer the natural. So really? I'll, I'll defer to Jonathan. I'll take, I'll take the Maduro if you don't want it. I'm going to leave the natural for this. I've smoked both, and I... I've smoked neither. I'm going to go with the natural because the Maduro was a little strong for me. Dave, I'll go with the Maduro. You sure? Yep. I know you prefer a, a milder. I, I would prefer a milder, but I don't know that it's milder. But have you had it? I've had it. I've you've had both. Derek, I've, you've had it? I've had the natural. I have not had the Maduro. All right. And you're going to go with the Maduro. Mm-hmm. You've had both? I've had both. I've had neither. I had neither because how much of these? 1950. Oh, I thought they were more than that. No, it's very reasonably priced. For a, for a high-end Padron. So here's a, a round Padron 1926. And I'm going to tell you, I, I've been to uh, Nicaragua, and I spent a week with Padron at their factory. And I smoked the 1926s in the round because every 1926 and every Padron is rolled round. And, and later, they're all round in Nicaragua. They don't box press them until they get no here. There is no square cigars at all in Nicaragua. So every cigar you smoke is round. And then when it comes to the U.S., in their place in Miami is when they box press it there. They put them in trays and they box press it there. And uh, everything, when you're in Nicaragua, they all taste better for some reason. I don't know. You're in the atmosphere or whatever. Um, but was it because it was round? I don't know. A little barbecue spice on the foot. A couple of different things about the cigar. Not only is it round, it comes in a tube. There's never been a Padron in a tube before. And it's a round tube. I hear in Europe now they have a square tube Padron. Not in the U.S., but in Europe. Yes, that's right. They announced that earlier this year. I totally forgot about that. So also, it has cellophane. Which I think is a little overkill inside the tube. But no Padron has has cellophane. Except for the 1000 series. And the only one that doesn't need cellophane is the one that's in the tube. Because it's in the (laughs) tube and it's protected. But they chose to put the cellophane on the one in here in the tube. No cedar inside the tube. No, no cedar. Uh, nice I'd, tube. I'd rather have the cedar than the cello, but. But what a change up, right? Yes. Complete change up of it. So I'm looking at it. Uh, looks nice. Uh, wrapper looks nice. Yep, little it's... sheen to it. Um, besides the 1926 and the, and the the band underneath it that's there so that there's no. Uh, the counterfeiting. Counterfeiting. And then the secondary band that says Padron 90. Mm-hmm. Now, do they say that this is different, Barry? Uh, well. It says, after many tweaks, changes, and designs, the final version of the Padron Series 1926 number 90 made its debut in IPCPR. The cigar is now available to consumers at brick and mortars around the country. It's part of the 1926 line, but it only says that it's different in the sense that the cigar comes packed in the red tube for the Maduro, the ivory tube for the natural. Yeah, and it's and as designed. you mentioned, the cigar is in box press, but round. comes in boxes of 10. It measures 5.5 by 52. The MSRP is 1950 per cigar. And two of us are smoking Maduro. Two of us are smoking natural. All right, let's see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo 
cut out the federal S-chip tax have actually lowered their price. Perdomo cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Oh, it tastes like scorpion. Yeah, huh? <laughs> what does a scorpion taste like? It was salty. It had a little salt content to it, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a little, I, w- I don't want to say gush of guts, but if uh. you can imagine <clears throat> a lobster and you, you mush the body cavity, whatever's in that cavity, it goes in your mouth. Now, is it true that the poison can go inside you and start slowly <clears throat> eating away at your body, starting right away? Uh, I don't know because I craftily got Barry to eat both stingers. So Really? <laughs> <laughs> I actually researched it before I was going to be really? stupid enough to eat it. Once it's freeze-dried, it nullifies the poison. Yeah. That's what they tell you. That's what they tell you. Hopefully that is true. You already had the high temperature, so don't be saying you got a high temperature. <laughs> Did you do anything crazy? Yeah, I ate a, a scorpion, actually two stingers and the body of the, of the scorpion. The last one, the stinger actually caught my lip. I actually felt it. Really? Yeah. Very interesting. As is this lighter. Well, I want to talk about the cold drawer a little bit because very much like the aroma off the foot, which is a little spicy barbecue, there's a little barbecue quality to the cold draw off this Padron 90th. You know what? Also, the draw is effortless. Effortless. Very, very good draw. Like more than any other Padron because they haven't box pressed it yet. Perhaps because they planned on box pressing it to restrict some of that airflow, but it is effortless. On My draw. cold draw reminds me of a Christmas sugar cookie. You just ate a cookie. <laughs> But it wasn't a Christmas sugar cookie. And he ate a scorpion. We're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Renegade. This lighter features the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, a decent-sized flip-out bullet punch, four jets, and a mirror on the lid so you can see if your cigar is lit. And it retails for an astounding fourteen ninety-nine. Unbelievable. Get one in your Christmas stocking, and if you don't, get one for yourself anyway. You notice the day after Christmas, you got a lot of guys coming in with looks on their faces. They expected the cigars. They didn't get them, and they come in, and the hell with it. I'm going to do some shopping. We do a pretty good retail business the day after Christmas. Yes, we do. It's Just from get guys him what he that, wants. Yeah, get him what he wants. The, the real answer is, guys, listen to the show with your wife. Mm. And then. That's a turn off. We'll tell her. Get your cigars. Yeah. Actually, going back to the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, you caused a marital argument between a husband and wife. He was telling us in the chat room that he thought it was Rolling Stones. She thought he was crazy that it was Beatles. Well, he was right, and she was wrong, as usual. Strong. I prefer the the Padron 1964 more than the 26, just so you know, because already, right in the face. Spicy Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Spicy Fruit Loops. Right in the face, it's, it's a, it's I a pepper you. bomb. I really hate you. <laughs> no, it's I love you. Because <laughs> it does taste like Fruit Loops. Really? And you've got the Maduro, so you probably have even more, more sweetness. Spice. Yep. The, the retrohale on the Maduro is a oh, kick to the sinuses. Wicked. Yeah, it's all Wicked in the peppery, face and yeah. the nose. Yep. A lot Good. of tingling going on here. It's yep. not just Fruit Loops, Barry. It's the end of the cereal. When you well, pour you it the in, crumbs at the and you got the crumbs, oh, and it yeah. hasn't quite dry, you yeah. know, got absorbed the milk, and you get a little bit of that dryness. I think having the scorpion put out pallets in sink. God, I hope not. <laughs> all the stuff left at the bottom. I don't bottom. want to sink up with you. <laughs> the stuff left at the bottom of the cereal that's all the powder and stuff, do you throw it out or do you pour that in? 
Oh, you pour it you in. Pour you got to pour it in, yes. Yeah. You don't want to be wasteful. Depends on are... the cereal. Yeah, you can't really do that with Rice Krispies. Krispies, yes. Because it turns the milk into mush. Yep. And it's nasty. It's like... Well, it's, there's your problem. You're eating you, Rice Krispies it, instead of Cocoa Krispies. It's like well, it soggy has, oatmeal. Yeah, it has the consistency of like... I think this is soggy oatmeal. coming around. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I've had cereal. Around. I've had cereal before. You yeah. don't eat Rice Krispies. You eat Cocoa Krispies. End of story. Then you but eat it chocolate milk. Like one of your favorite cereals is Fruit Loops. That's exactly. That Do you answer. like the Lucky Charms too? If I was going to eat a cereal and cheat on my diet, it would be with Lucky Charms or Cocoa Krispies. Wasn't he a football player, Cocoa Crispy? I think Cocoa Crisp. Yeah, baseball, yeah, baseball player. player. Baseball player. Yeah. Last yeah. I heard, Oakland. Yeah. I have uh, information on our snack. I knew I had it, and I was looking where it was. Um, so scorpions come from Australia. 1835, that cookie started. 1835. It's been around a long time. I never heard of it, but I will be a fan now. They also make something called the half cake. They get a cake, and they cut it in half, and they sell half cakes. Also known by David Garofalo and Barry Stein as... Serving for one. Serving for one. (laughs) It's correct. It's called a slice. (laughs) Layers of pound cake spread with vanilla icing. And enhanced with coconut, the half cake. Notice they don't make half pies because pies oh, are back, inferior to cake. Back on that. So this is, uh, it's been around a long time and a sole proprietorship. Little company, but a great, great cookie that's not around here. But see, it's but an argument why pies are better. Nobody wants half a pie. They want the whole thing. You know what somebody was saying to me? That the cheesecake is called cheesecake, but it's really a pie. But and it is the king of the cakes, but it's a pie. That's why it's the king of the cakes, but it's really a pie. If it, if it was a pie, they would call it a pie. They just give drone it a bone, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Barry, what's up in the cigar world? It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. This week, the cigar news begins with a Merry Christmas from the FDA. While many manufacturers misinterpreted the rules and did not expect to pay user fees until the third quarter of 2017, the FDA began collecting those user fees this week. There are conflicting reports to what the cost of the user fees are, as we've heard three different manufacturers with three different costs, ranging from 4 to 8.5 cents per cigar. Companies will be required to pay user fees on a quarterly basis, and the amount will change yearly based on the amount of S-chip taxes collected. Could the FDA be repealed under President-elect Trump? The hope grows as numerous appointees to his cabinet are cigar-friendly people, many of which who have supported bills such as H.R. 1639, H.R. 792, and H.R. 662 that would exempt premium cigars from the FDA regulations. Here's hoping that President-elect Trump can make cigars great again. And lastly, the IPCPR has raised their dues from $395 to a new system based on how many stores a retailer owns. The new system begins at $450 for one store, 
all the way up to $900 for those who have six stores or more. And that's What's Up in the Cigar World. What's Up in the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is What's Up? up? Um, Old Fart Freddy's chiming in on the text message here. You can get half pies at Shaw's. Really? Yes. Why would you, though? <coughs> You're going to buy a half a cake. Yeah. See, that's another example of how you are really biased toward cake, but you're only taking the, the opposite of me. The pie has to be connected in some way. Oh, wow. Look at that. That's a party. That's three cakes on top of each other. Three pies cut in half. So it's a pie and a half. It's a so, menage a pie. <laughs> that is... Uh, that is food porn right there. It is. Oh I would God. eat that. Yeah? I would eat that. Okay. But what they did was they took three pies and they turned it into a cake because there's icing covering the whole thing. So that's the only way you can make pie better is to turn it into a cake. Just the opposite. Like cheesecake and in that particular cheesecake confectionery. Is a, cheesecake is a pie and so is a pizza pie. But the cake had to turn to the pie to make it great. No one has wedding pie. <laughs> This Nobody. They do on the honeymoon. <laughs> All right. Quick reminder. The Cigar Authority care packages are on sale now. And I know most of the people listen to this as a podcast. So they listen after the fact. So if you're listening to it, you're running late already because this show aired on a Saturday. We're only going to get to 500. We're going to shut it off. And I don't care how many letters coming after. We're done after 1,000. Thank That's God. It. Based on the messages we've been getting during the show, we're a fifth of the way there already. Yeah. And that's only from the people reaching out to me. Yeah. So. All right. So, uh, anyway, uh, we need more cigars. And we need manufacturers to help us along the way and get us cigars. And uh, we're going to build this thing into a, a crazy uh, thousand people smoking the cigars along with us, along with our studio audience. We've got a big studio audience today. Very large. Very large. I don't know if uh, you guys are smoking this one, but we're smoking the Padron 90th. I'm smoking the... The natural myself, I don't know how much dramatically different it is, but this was very early aggressive that I was saying right in the face, bump, it's like somebody, uh, you know, gave me a, a punch in the nose. Yeah, uh, it was like they blended this to be a Robusto. I mean, you had that, all that flavor all at once, yep. and I'm a quarter of the way in, and it's mellowed down a bit. It has calmed down sweetening a bit. up a little. But um, still in the nose is most of the flavor coming through the nose. But I'll tell you about uh, a Padron 1926, and this one's going to be the same way. It's a long finish. If you wait a while before you take the next taste, you still can taste the cigar. Yeah. It doesn't like it dissipates. It stays there for a long time. Very cedary on the finish. I'm picking up. I'm getting a little bit of mesquite on the retrohale. I'm not retrohaling this. Retrohaling is blowing it out your nose. A little, I, bit, a little bit of synonym as well. I synonym. ate the... Uh, yes, that, 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 synonym. That, that canal. Canal? Yeah. The French word for it. Uh-huh. The word I cannot say. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, all right. While you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. Here, being debonair is gentleman Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices. 
gentlemen. And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with, wait for it, suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, chivalry. What has happened to the real gentlemen of the world, where their actions come from within and are not forced or expected? Well, today, gentlemen, we're bringing chivalry back. Walk next to her on the outside, closest to the street. This is not only to protect a lady from puddles of debris, but symbolically it means you'll always be at her side through thick and thin and will protect her from anything. Open the door for her. Help her in and out of her car, not because she is weak and cannot do so on her own, but because you care, and it's a gesture of affection. Sit after she sits. Wait until she is seated. If there's more than one lady present, wait to sit until all women are seated. It's called being a gentleman, gentlemen. And speaking of sitting, give up your seat if there is standing room only. This applies whether you're on the train or bus or at a bar. Carry her bags. If you see a lady struggling with her luggage or having difficulties loading or storing luggage into a cab or on an airplane, lend a hand. Hold an umbrella over her while it's raining. Yes, you may get wet, but you're a man. Act like one. Last tip here, gentlemen. And for some of you, those who are indeed debonair, this might seem obvious, but in my daily observation, chivalry is dying. Here on the Cigar Authority, we're bringing it back. Never criticize a homemade meal. If someone takes the time and effort to make dinner for you, they are your host. Honor them, smile, and chew away. That's The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? So quit criticizing when I make you lunch. How is she going to improve if you don't tell her what's wrong? (laughs) Right? No. Yes, you no, say. She takes the time to make it. You just smile and nod. No, because she'll make it the same each time. So the rest of your life, you've got to have it that it's too salty or whatever's going wrong with it. It's undercooked. It's whatever it is. You say it so that it improves, but you say it nicely. I don't know about that. You could always take over the cooking. Yeah, see? You're putting broccoli in everything. <laughs> is there any need to put broccoli in yes, everything? Yes, there is. Yes, there is. It's good for you. And your cereal, and it's crazy. And that yellow stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Turmeric. Yeah. Yeah. No need no. to put that in everything. And I tell you, you don't have to put that in everything. Goes in everything. It's too much. Yeah. So <clears throat> Padron 90th, we're talking about a $19.50 cigar. Um, it is... Um, Just under 200 full, bucks for a box of 10. This is a full-bodied cigar. I would say a 9 out of 10 in strength. The natural, I, I'm coming in at a seven, seven and a half yeah. on the natural. Wait till you smoke the Maduro. And we're not five That's down. a 10. Is it a 10? I was thinking I, it was more like a nine, not to nitpick or what have you. But I've smoked stronger. So being that I smoke stronger, I can't give this a 10 in strength. Is it? With respect to Padron. It's probably the strongest, strongest Padron. Of all. Of all the Padrones. I, I think that because the drawer is so effortless. It, it's even smoking stronger. And it smokes differently than a box press. Yes, drawer. it does. So that was the whole thing of it. Does it end up being different? The drawer is different. More smoke is coming out. Yeah. Look at it all here. This is all the smoke that's coming out from us. Yeah, that effortless draw gets that ember to be much, much hotter. 
And Nicaraguan tobacco is a tobacco that can handle a hotter temperature. So whether it's box-pressed or not, I think you're okay with Nicaraguan tobacco. If this was a Dominican cigar, I think that Padron slightly, slightly underfills their stuff so that the, the wrapper doesn't split when they box-press it. Yeah. So I don't think the rollers are going to differentiate in the factory no. between right. a box-press and a not-box-press. It, it, it is a little, little underfilled. underfilled. It's a little yep. underfilled, so you do get that rush of smoke coming out of the cigar, but Nicaraguan tobacco can handle it. Too strong for me. I actually think the flavors are a little bit more intensified in the round version. That's what I just said. Right, which I would have disagreed with because there seems to be more flavor in a Cuban sandwich when it's pressed versus non-pressed. That's food versus tobacco, Barry. Well, you would think, burning you your would food. Think, but you would think pressing would force the tobaccos to marry a little bit more and therefore be a little bit more richer, a little bit more flavorful. I wouldn't think that at all. Okay. Like when you're tenderizing meat, get the flavor in there. Yeah, I guess if you hit this cigar with a hammer, you could change how it tastes. But maybe you you don't box press it, so you're going to get more heat to the ember, and you're gonna you're gonna fire that flavor right up. Right, but if you're pressing it, you're forcing the oils out of the tobacco. Do how they hard in, are you where, pressing? Where they it? intermingle. You just you're just mushing it to get it into the box. It's kind of squished tight, not to get into the box. They press it. Thank you. And then they put it into the box. They don't press it inside the box. It's truly not box pressed. It's pressed and then put into a box. I've never been to the Padron factory, so I had to assume it was pressed in the box. uh, This is probably close to the size of the number six. I would have to tap out on that. Um, as As a square... Padron and a round Padron, assuming they're the same price, I think this is a little more expensive. Which one are you going to buy as a consumer yourself? So the number six is four and three quarters by 50, where the number nine is five and a quarter by 56. And the number two, which is a uh, Bellicoso, is actually the same size. It's five and a half by 52, just a different tip. Giggity. Yeah. Hmm. The sizes on Padron are one nine, two six, right? And 35. Yeah. And is now a 48. I wonder what those numbers mean. Speculation. We can speculate. 1926 makes sense, but, right. but the others, I don't know. Yep. I don't know. Um, would you buy the round or the square? I like the round natural, but when it comes to the 1926, the regular stuff, I would typically get the Maduro, but in this particular one, I think the Maduro is too strong. Are you uh, are, you like box press cigars better than round cigars? I like them because they don't roll. Yeah. So you can set it down and you don't have to worry about things rolling off the table. Yeah. Derek, how about you? I I like Padron. I like the box pressed. I would say I like the yeah. twenty six box pressed Maduros. Would, is your favorite of all Padrones? Uh, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm a sixty four for sure. Where do you Padron come down 64? on the eightieth? I love it. The eightieth is yeah. That's I an impressive it. cigar. Yeah, maybe up there. Box press Figurado. Maybe yeah. one of the best cigars ever made. My favorite Padron would be the 64 Principe Natural. Little one. But I yeah, actually, you rated that 100, right? Yeah. 100 but rated cigar. Right yeah. now, why I want to give this 100, I actually like how this changes up, changes things up for Padron. Very nice. So it's, it's new while being old at the same time, if that makes any sense. I'm smoking an None easy guy. I haven't even tapped the ash off yet. I'm Me smoking neither. it slow because it's, it's very full-bodied. So if you're into very full-bodied, great. 
If you're not, it's certainly not a mild cigar by any means. Uh, all right, let's go to break. When we come back, we're going to take a peek into the asylum. We've got a classic three-way along with letters in the mailbag. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. In 1848... In honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. 
Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we are back live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem. we got Letters and Insane Sorry in the Asylum, and guess whose birthday it is. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. I'm a little stoned. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Starting to slur your words a bit. Yeah. By, the, by the way, Rudy in the chat room says his favorite moment of the show is when we forget it's a show and we just talk cigars. <laughs> yeah. Cigars. Should we talk about cigars? No. We're smoking the Padron 90. It's a round talk. cigar in a tube with cellophane, and it's a 1926 blend of it, and it's full-bodied. I'd say a 9 out of 10. I have another first for Padron. Yeah. It is the only Padron cigar factory barcoded. It is. The barcode the is on the tube. It's the only one. So they have a they, barcode. They barcode their, all of their boxes, but they barcode them for counterfeiting. They don't barcode them for retail. Wow. In so, contrast to someone like Davidoff. Who, well, they couldn't do their singles because they don't put cellophane on them. So what would they, they do? They could then? print it on the band. <laughs> yeah. And then they'd, they'd have to have a different band for every size. When Ortega Cigars was still around, they had a box press cigar where the barcode was built into the band on a little tear-off. So it, it didn't stick to the band, and it was slightly perforated so you could tear it really? off. Really? Yep. And one for every different size. And one for every different size. Really? And maybe that's why it didn't work out so well. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Very expensive. Um, next Wednesday... Is the ash holes again. So We're back. You've had three episodes so far? We have had three. Uh, you think it's improving or? Is I it... think we're getting better. Yeah? Three, I think we're getting better. Three was definitely better than two from a listener standpoint. Good. Good. Well, I'm glad the listeners are chiming in. There we go. <coughs> yeah. It's, so, it's all, a, it, all one of them. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, all, yeah, I'm sorry. All, all, all no, in fairness <laughs> to your, your live show, it's mm. on a Wednesday at 4 o'clock Eastern. Yep. yep. People are driving. They're driving, yep. they're working, they're mm-hmm. doing whatever they're doing. And uh, just like our show, I mean, we have uh, we built a uh, Saturday listenership, mm-hmm. but it's nowhere near 
the podcast listenership. Right. So we, we had one manufacturer kind of saying to you, yeah, there's only a small amount of people listening in, but the podcast numbers are growing right. and, they're, and they're big numbers. Uh, you're, you're off and running for sure. I was, a lot better than we were. I will say this. Their live viewership on Wednesday was triple than the week before at one point. That's nice. awesome. Yeah, but a very small number. <laughs> well, yeah, we won't, we won't say the number, but no. they tripled their live listenership. No, you guys made it all the way to nine. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, I think and it was double digits. It was double digits. And we had a studio audience, too. Yes. Yeah. We Did, had More Aaron than just Dave's? Yeah, oh, more Aaron than just Dave. Nice. It was Dave and Aaron. Nice. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> For last week's show. And right. Dave did not make a cameo appearance this time. We saw his forehead and his wrist a couple of weeks ago. I couldn't hear oh, yeah. it. I turned up the volume. <laughs> he keeps the volume down low. Yep. Um, so we need it for other people to be able to hear. Yep. But anyway, uh, what are you going to do this week? We're going to be smoking the Aging Room Quattro. Okay. So that's Raphael Nodell, Aging Room Cigars. So we're going to share our thoughts on that. Uh, last week we did go through our little Thanksgiving stories and, yes. you know, uh, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I, we, some, some of us had a little awkward Thanksgiving at the beginning and, uh, I think Oliver deep fried a turkey. Yeah. That was my so, favorite part when he talked about putting it in the anal cavity. That, yeah. That was quite enjoyable. Yeah. Cause I didn't know how you deep fry a turkey. Yeah. I had no clue. But so it all a long show, but you having fun? You like it? Oh yeah. It? It's a lot okay. of fun. Good. Yep. Good. So, uh, look forward to it. Catch it. The ashholes.net. Ashholes.net. .net. Couldn't get the .com, but the .net. They'll get used to going there. And, and uh, Live 4 to 5. Yep. And you can catch the podcast anytime. You download it. Same way, set it and forget it type of thing. Yep. Yep. Same yeah. exact way. Okay. And this week we'll have enough episodes where their show will also be on Google Play. Awesome. Oh, all right. Yep. You, had, you had to build uh, up. It should be like a month. So I think after this show I'll be able to submit it. Okay. And uh, so the, the place to go to, down, to make it so they set it and forget it on the podcast and it automatically goes to their phone or their computer. If you well. have any podcast app on your phone from iTunes to a third-party app, you could set it to automatically download every time a new Assholes episode is posted and every time a new CigarAuthority.com episode is posted. Yeah. They got the Asshole of the Week which is a negative thing, yep. uh, but they are the assholes, which is a positive thing. It's, it's like yep. saying he's bad. You know, he's good. Yep. He's, um, all right, looking at, at the Cigar Authority calendar events next week, and this was the last-minute thing we found out just last week, we have Manuel Anoa. Correct. That's, and that's correct how to say it? Yes, it is. Manuel Anoa, he's the master blender for La Aurora. Barry knows him from way back, and he's blended uh, the La Aurora, the Leon Jimenez, and lots of other brands. Over the years, he's been there for a long time. A very long time. Yeah. So we're going to smoke along with him the La Aurora Untamed. Correct. Untamed. Strong cigar. Might be outside of your wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, it's also outside of La Aurora's normal um, blending. Yep. And uh, I think Jason Holly might have had something to do with it. All right. But Manuel Anoa was the master blender behind it. All right. So we'll uh, look forward to that. If you have any questions... Uh, for him, you let us know in advance, not while the show's going on, because we're trying to pay attention to what he's saying. So if you could send those uh, on the Cigar Authority, you'll, you'll see, uh, contact us and say, here's a question I have for him, and we'll consider uh, adding that question in uh, if you do that. But right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha, they're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away! 
It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right, that's Asylum. And this week's Asylum comes by way of the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Peter A. writes, Hey, gentlemen. When Dave mentioned last week that we could submit stories for the Asylum segment, I instantly knew I had to share this. This story is about my girlfriend's best friend's family, specifically their youngest daughter named Dina. In the summer of 2008, Dina's family dog, a beagle named Bandit, passed away. She was home alone at the time with her parents away on vacation and her siblings away at school. Dina was 15, so she could not drive. This presented a problem. The family agreed to have the dog cremated. She obviously couldn't let the dog's body sit around, but she had no way of getting it to the vet's office. Then came up with an idea. She took a train to the veterinarian's office. She did pretty much the only thing she could do. She wrapped Bandit in a blanket and put him in a suitcase and caught the local train. While on board, a male passenger sat next to her and started up a friendly conversation. He asked Dina what she was up to. And in an attempt to cover up the bizarre situation, she said she was moving into a new apartment and was in the process of moving some of her last items from her old place to the new one. They continued to have a normal, friendly conversation, and when Dina stopped to arrive, she noticed the man was also getting off at the same stop. They continued to talk as they stepped off the train, and Dina said, well, it was nice talking to you. The man looked around and grabbed her suitcase and ran away. Oh, God. He had robbed her. The man thought he had gotten away with stealing some pricey items that Dina was moving into her new apartment. We can only imagine the look on the bandit's face when he opened that suitcase and saw the other bandit. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. That's asylum. That's awesome. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. That was the best one in a long time. True That's story good. right yeah. there. My God. All right. Uh, it's time uh, right now for the classic three-way. Mr. Jonathan, you're the champion, right? Uh, I don't no, think I that am. would be me. I think oh, it's Barry. okay, Barry. So let's go. It was 5-0 with an asterisk. Yeah, you guys had uh, the cheating going on last week. Flip that phone over. Cover everything. It's you the, too, Derek. It's, I'm, I'm watching good. you. I'm good. All right. It's a classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. In classic history. Is looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at TwoGuysCigars.com. That's TwoGuysCigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Today is December 3rd. And Barry, I'm going to throw you a law ball over here. It's the birth date of Ozzy Osbourne. That's a big surprise. 
uh, metal singer, rock and roll performer who gained fame as the lead singer of the Black Sabbath and became known as the Prince of Darkness and the Godfather of Heavy Metal. He was abused by teachers while growing up by ha- having dyslexia and other learning disabilities and worked as a plumber and a slaughterhouse employee while listening to The Beatles. Not the Rolling Stones, The Beatles. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne, born today, what year? 1943. 43. 48. 48. I got 44. 44. Somebody has two points That's for me. getting it exact, That's and me. it's Derek. I'm a big Ozzy fan, so. Okay. Uh, Even the sun shines on a dog's ass some days, Derek. <laughs> there we go. Two points for Derek, and it's over to Derek. Today is the birth date of Brendan Fraser. Oh, we haven't seen him in a while. He became a big hit with moviegoers in his role as Georgia the Jungle and Sino Man and portrayed Rick O'Connell in the Mummy trilogies. Other films included Crash, Iceheart, Journey to the Center of the Earth. He made his debut in a crime reenactment of America's Most Wanted, which Barry was a part of. Born today, Brendan Fraser. Born today, what year? I'm going to say 79. 79. Uh, I'm going to say 1969. 69. I'm going to be way off. I have 56. 56. 56. We'll take it, Barry. It's 68. You said 69. It's over. 56 ends up getting it. Barry, one point for you. And it's over to Derek. It's over to me. Stop cheating. Can't help yourself. Is it? Yes, yeah. it is. Yep. So it's over to you. We've got two more to go. Derek's winning two to one. Mr. Jonathan, you have no points. Thank God you. have mercy on your soul. Daryl Hannah, movie actress, splash star, who dated John F. Kennedy Jr. for five years and starred in Wall Street. She appeared on a number of prominent films, including Blade Runner, Kill Bill Volume 2, also starred in Wall Street with Charlie Sheen. Born today, Daryl Hannah. What year was she born? 1960. 1960. I'm going 56 again. 56. Going 65. 65. Somebody has two points for getting it exact. Mr. Jonathan. Oh. 60. 1960. Okay, we have a game here. We have one more question. Derek is two. Mr. Jonathan is two. And Barry is one. Two points exact. One for Barry would make a three-way tie. Has this happened? It hasn't happened in years. And I have no backup to this. So this is how it would end. Today, this is going to Barry. Andy Williams, Andy Williams pop singer, who released 17 gold and platinum certified albums and sang Moon River, Love Story, with the theme of The Godfather, Speak Softly Love. Born today, Andy Williams. What year? 1905. 05. 30. 30. 01. 01. It's 1927. Barry takes the point. Oh. And we have a three-way tie. That's it. It is a classic three-way. It is. A classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. Um, So Mr. Asterisk gets to keep his title, even though he cheated last week because it's a three-way tie. Exactly. Exactly. Still our champion. Under protest. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Available at your favorite brick-and-mortar store. Find a classic. Another good value cigar at about $3 per cigar. All right, this one's a long one for the mailbags. Okay. So I just want to get it out of the way. Uh, Peter Hudson 
yes. wrote to me personally. We're going to go a half hour long. And said, uh, just, after listening to the, the abridged version, I'm going to do my best. Okay. After listening to the podcast of the November 26th show and your comments on Cuba, I have to cry foul. Your comment, everything is the same since Raul Castro took over in 2011, is not an accurate statement as things have approved on some fronts in the country of Cuba, and I'll explain. Now, I don't believe that I said things have been the same since Raul Castro you took said over. The I same said tomorrow. there was no difference between the Thursday before Castro died and the Saturday that everybody is cheering in the streets that Castro is dead. The Cuban people's life has not changed. Correct. That's I what I remember. That. That's what I said. And if I said it's not ac- what he heard, though. If I said it the other way, accidentally, I, I don't know. But that's not the point. Uh, there are many people in the cigar business who are loudly the most upset with cast the Castros. Their parents and grandparents were tortured, shot, and imprisoned, and eventually they were forced to leave Cuba, giving up everything they had. And I understand their anger over what happened to their families in the past, which I of course, never of said that I wasn't angry too, but yep. I just said it, it, I don't think it's right to celebrate you make someone's point. death. It's a tough, tough, touchy, touchy subject, but okay. Uh, I'm going to skip to the end it's here. It's actually two pages long. It's two pages. He's got a lot of points here. Good points? He does have a lot of good points, and I can't... And you leave those out. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't disagree with much that he says. Uh, what is grossly disappointing to me is how the Cuban people who are in the U.S. want things to continue as they were, a tight embargo in place, while the Cuban people, not the Cuban elite, continue to suffer huge injustices because of the atrocities that happened generations ago. I don't think we'll see a lot more in the way of changes over the next few years, but I'm hopeful for the lives of the Cuban people... I have hope that my nieces and nephews who are in their 20s today and start to raise their families have more opportunities sooner rather than later. This improvement cannot happen with a U.S. embargo in place. And he's referring to his wife's siblings' kids that are in Cuba. Of course. I don't think anybody disagrees with you exactly. We all hope it's going to be better for them. Uh, I think your point, Jonathan, was um, nothing really changed as of that day. Now we have, we listen. I, I hope is we have a different administration now, and we'll see um, if we can say to them, uh, yeah, we'll we'll uh, let the embargo go. But here's what you have to do because it looked like our president now was saying we're going to let the embargo go, and you don't have to change a thing. Right. So. You know, we're, we're hoping, I, won't hope, I hope the embargo does end if they change things that are over there. It, it's one of the few countries in the world we don't deal with. And here they are right over here. And you're coming with me, right? You're coming I'm to coming. Cuba. We're going to Cuba at the end of February. February. 90 miles away. 90 miles there away. There is a small chance the two of you are going to be running a show by yourselves, uh-huh. by the way. So uh-huh. start working up content now. With Chuck. It's a long yes. two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the uh, the Habanos Festival, which the last night, which is the important night to go to, because I have to bid on that ridiculously three hundred thousand dollar humidor, which I sit on my hands with you. If you see this, <laughs> and you will sit on your hands too, um, and that's on Friday night. And can we get a flight out? Let me tell you, the the flights out are a disaster. It says you're leaving now. You ain't leaving for quite a while. We ain't making the connector, whatever it is, you know, and. That's when you lose your flights. And remember right. that whole oh, thing yeah. happened? United Airlines, we will not be flying United. Amer- it's American Airlines. American Airlines, yeah. We will not be f- uh, flying American. Are you going to set up your connector the day after and spend a day in Miami? This way, if things get screwed up, you have that 24-hour window. Would be a smart move, right? Probably would. Or, I mean, hang out a little bit. 12 with hours or something like that. He, he hates me when I come back from Cuba. 
<laughs> he does. He hates me when I come back from there. Um, but it, believe me, it's not to try to give to the government or anything like that. It's gearing up, getting ready for hopefully what will happen, that the people will be freed and things will be better and all that, I hope. I got one more here. Okay, go ahead. Uh, this is uh, from Peter as well. Uh, now that I've upgraded my humidor, I plan on using my old 50-count desktop strictly for long-term aging. I think I remember hearing that long-term boxes, long boxes are usually at a higher P, uh, RH. Is this true? Would it be smart to up the humidity to around 72% or so? No. If it matters, the majority of the cigars I'm aging are fuller-bodied. And what I would say, Peter, is 70% is the maximum. Maximum. If you drop down to around 62, you'll freeze the aging process, but if you're at 70, that cigar is alive. It's breathing that humidity, and the cigar is going to go through the changes. You get up into 72, and you start to play around with things like mold, especially if you have temperature issues at all. Temperature is going to be the key. Long-term aging is about cool. Yep. Keep it cool. Yep. Manuel and Noah could test this next week. They have this huge aging room at La Aurora. Yeah. And the room is definitely cool. Yeah. The humidity is up there, probably yep. about 70, but the room definitely feels colder. Yeah, that's the way to go. That's, that's going to be the key, I would say, to anybody. I, I, I wouldn't care if your humidity was down to 60 as long as Well, it, long-term it cool. aging, though, if you're, you're looking to make a change to the cigar, which would be why you'd go for the long-term aging, I would think. So yeah. you want to be at 70%, but you've got to keep that temperature, I would say, certainly below 70, but even as yeah. low as 65 if you can do it. Yeah. It's relative. It's tough. Usually the temperature and the humidity are going to come very close to each other. So uh, that, that's the key there. Anything else? You want a tiebreaker? Tiebreaker, yeah. You got a tiebreaker. Sean Rogers has a tiebreaker Go ahead, Sean. For us. Say it. Go ahead. Just yell it out to us. Here. He's going to make me read it. Cold. I can barely read to begin with, by the way. Um, Julianne Moore. Actress. Actress, movie actress. Um, do you know who she is, guys? Was Big, she in like Saint Elmo's Fire or one of those? Boogie Nights. Okay. Lost World, Jurassic Park, uh, Golden Goldboard, Bedford for Alice. Uh, she studied in Boston. I didn't know that. I don't even know who she is though. And uh, it's uh, Barry's turn to make a guess. She starred in the hour, the hours with Meryl Streep. I'll go 1968. 1968. 71. And I'm going 72. You're all over. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. That did nothing. 1960. That did nothing. Okay. Thank you, though, Sean. for uh, good effort, Sean. I I, I need to get some more of these. So final thoughts here on the Padron 90. Love it. It, It's been. This is up your thing. This this is where you want to be. Right up my alley. Yep. It's been. It's had a good burn. I actually like the draw being a little on the loose side myself. Um. Nicaraguan tobacco, you've got that spice. Uh, I like it. It's a little it's a little stronger than what I would normally go, even with the natural. It's familiar but different at the same time, which mm. yeah. kind of oxymoron. It's not a, yeah, it's not a typical Padron. No, yeah. and it, it is a difference because yeah. it's round. It's like running into a friend you haven't seen in a long time. You have that, you know, common past. Yes. But things have changed, and whether or not you like that is up for grabs. Yeah. It's, it's an easier draw. Um, and all, all 26s, I'm, I'm a little stoned. The, the aggressive was the early aggression was where it was most powerful. It almost, uh, if you down. had smoked it blind, you would have thought maybe Honduran tobacco because it was that aggressive. It, it definitely has that Honduran feel. It also has a little bit of feeling of uh, San Andreas. 
At least on the Medora. Great burn, too. Straight as I mean, straight I'm going to get through it. I'm going to get all the way no. through it because the aggression came early, and it, it's yep. calmed down a bit. Not to say it, it's by any means uh, mild. It's, it's still worth, way up there. But. It is certainly worth someone spending 1950 to try it. And yeah. you, might find, you might find your new favorite. Yeah. It's, it's, it's elegant. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful gift you want to give somebody because of the packaging and everything that's there. Great Very stocking nice. stuff, of course, yeah. in the tube. Ten-count boxes, too. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that price down. Yeah, so you're under under 200 for a mm-hmm. box. Really says something. I mean, you got a Padron uh, friend or something you want to get a nice gift for. Here you go. Yeah. Uh, they're beautiful. So that is it. That is it for us today. Next week, Manuel Anoa, master blender that took La Aurora around the world. He makes his first appearance here on the Cigar Authority. I've never met the man. Barry's friends with him. We're going to ask him a lot of questions. We're going to ask for your help on that. Uh, just email us at the cigarauthority.com uh, contact us page and let us know what you want us to ask. We're going to talk about tobaccos, blends, and the future of the cigar industry. Till then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And when you are smoking your Padron 1926 90th, whether it's natural or Maduro, always remember keep the lid end out of your mouth. tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie.